if I could just um, share a few thoughts this morning, if I could, we could go back to an earlier hymn that we sang. It was number 83. The third verse said, speaking to the Lord Jesus, what deep affections moved thee here as thou didst seek thy bride. Joy of thine heart to thee, how dear love could not be denied. Thou gavest all that love could give, the goodly pearl to gain. Thou gavest thy life that we might live, and thou thy bride obtain. Thought maybe we could just look at some verses in Genesis chapter 2. As we see there a picture of the Lord Jesus obtaining his bride. What an amazing thought that he would think of us that way. That he would give all that he might obtain a bride for himself. So we'll just read this familiar passage and just give just a couple comments on the church as the bride of Christ. We see um, Adam created in the garden in Genesis chapter 2. And it says in verse 20 that after he named all the animals, it says in verse 20 at the end part of the verse, but for Adam or but for the man, there was not found a helper fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man. And while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, this at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. And then just some verses from Ephesians chapter 5. Because in Ephesians 5, as the Apostle Paul speaks of marriage, he quotes these verses. It says in verse 29, well, verse 28, well, I guess, sorry. I'll just read this passage starting in verse 25 of Ephesians 5. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. 
He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. So what an amazing, truly profound mystery that the marriage, the union of a man and woman speaks of the mystery of the union of Christ and the church. And so if we go back to those verses in Genesis, bring out just a few thoughts. First of all, we see that Adam was put into a deep sleep by God. Surely this reminds us of the death of the Lord Jesus. We know in Scripture sometimes death is referred to as sleep. And Jesus was willing to go into that deep sleep to obtain a bride for himself. But it wasn't just sleep. This bride came at a cost for himself. His side was wounded and a rib taken out for Adam. Adam's side was cut and a rib removed. And out of this rib, the Lord God fashioned a wife for himself. Surely we can see those connections to the suffering of our Lord Jesus on the cross. When his side was pierced, and out of that wound, blood and water flowed. Truly, out of the wounded side of the Lord Jesus, his bride was born. His bride was made. The church came from that suffering on the cross. But he was willing to go through and pay that cost to have a bride for himself. And isn't it beautiful to see in verse 22 of Genesis 2, it said, the rib the Lord God had taken from the man, he fashioned into a woman and brought her to the man and brought her to the man. This is the picture that we see in scripture when the Lord Jesus is able to pray in John 17, you gave them to me, and I haven't lost a one of them. We are, an amazing thought, we are a gift from God to his son. To think that the church, as faulty as it is, seemingly with so many failures and blemishes, but when God sees us, and when the Lord Jesus looks on us, he doesn't despise us. He doesn't say, why couldn't you be better? Instead, he looks on us the way Adam looked on Eve when he said, this at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. He was pleased with this 
uh, woman. And truly, the Lord Jesus, when he looks on the church, he sees us not for what we are in our failures, but he sees us for the beauty that we are because of his divine work. Ephesians tells us that he has cleansed us by the washing of water. It is through the water and blood that the church is without blemish and spot in the presence of God. And we can find great joy knowing that we are part of uh, the body of Christ. The scripture tells us that we are members of his very body. Just as Eve was taken from that rib, they were connected. They were, in, in a way, one flesh. We are one with Christ as well. And it's in that union that we can find our true identity and we can find our true purpose in serving him and loving others. You know, it makes me think of that last verse in Genesis 2, where it says the man and his wife were both naked and unashamed. Is that the way you picture yourself with the Lord Jesus? Fully vulnerable. You can tell him anything. Bring all your cares and worries to him. And we can be open and vulnerable before the Lord Jesus. And he accepts us. He loves us. His love is unchanging towards us. No matter what we have done or the missteps that we might make, he is continually working and cleansing and washing uh, his bride, preparing us for that day that we read in Revelation, a time referred to as the marriage supper of the Lamb, when all of this will come to its full consummation and we will be with the Lord forever. So I just wanted to share those few thoughts, looking at the very first couple of Adam and Eve as a picture of the Lord Jesus. We know that he is that second Adam, uh, and the, uh, the church is his bride. And so may we find great encouragement knowing that that's the way he sees us. That's the way he pictures us. And might we live lives that are worthy of that calling worthy of that identity to his glory and the glory of God, our Father. Amen. Amen. Amen.